Hey Blackbirds, it's Sarah back again with another mini-sode. So it is officially February, and uh, February is Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. And as the name connotes, um, it is basically a month to bring awareness to teen dating violence. So this mini-sode is all about teen dating violence, some statistics where you can go to report, and to bring a little bit of clarity um, to the listeners about what teen dating violence actually is. So here we go. So teen dating violence, I think, is not taken as seriously as it should. And I think that's because a lot of people believe, well, if, you know, they're young people, they're teens, they're going through a phase, they'll grow out of it, things like that. Maybe that it's not as serious because they're young, um, so it's not taken as seriously as it should. But it should be taken very seriously. No violence should be happening, especially between people who have some sort of intimate relationship. So teen dating violence is essentially another piece of intimate partner violence. It just happens to be happening between teenagers. So a lot of what I'm going to tell you is coming from the CDC, as well as loveisrespect.org. So I will, of course, link all of that stuff and the resources and all of that in the show notes. But I want to bring awareness to the specific theme that Love is Respect has created for Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month for 2021. And that theme is Know Your Worth. And that is all about learning and understanding what a healthy relationship means and how you can empower yourself and knowing that self-empowerment leads to better emotional connections and better relationships with intimate partners or even just friends. You deserve to be in a loving relationship. You deserve to feel that self-worth and that self-empowerment. And if somebody is violating that or making you not feel like you are worth anything, you should not be in that relationship. So some key dates to remember. Next week, the week of February 8th, is Respect Week. And on Tuesday, February 9th, it is Wear Orange Day. So I want to see everybody wearing their orange and posting on their Instagram, and you can tag us in it. But show your support against teen dating violence. Wear that orange. Loveisrespect.org has a ton of really cool things um, to play around with on their website. Um, but one of the main things that I want to go over that they have is um, their page called Dating 101. And it basically just explains what dating is. Um, there's a quiz you can take called Am I a Good Partner? So you can see if you are being loving and and receptive towards your partner. And then there are other little areas on it, um, dating basics, 
Should we break up? Dating definitions and FAQs. Uh, less common questions, so not the frequently asked questions. And then a video series that they have on what's love got to do with it. So according to them, dating is something that is different for different people. So it means completely different things. And I think that that goes without saying. But you want to make sure that regardless if you think you are dating somebody, if you're going on dates with somebody, if you're just hooking up with somebody, if you are having a sexual relationship with somebody, or if you are just friends with someone and you, you know, casually go out sometimes, make sure that there's respect involved, regardless of who the relationship is, is with and regardless of how often you are potentially going on dates if you want to consider that the dating mechanism now. I mean, it changes from generation to generation of what dating actually is. So I don't want to throw out anything that anybody is going to say, hey, that's not what we do anymore. You know, Gen Zers, if you can tell me what you consider dating now, that would be great because it is completely different to all different people. But just make sure that there is respect there. And by having respect, this goes for everyone. Um, but I think that it's more important right now to teach this when they're young. So teach this to your your young adults, your teens, and make sure that they understand what respect actually means within a loving relationship, because that's how they'll grow into adults who don't potentially don't get into toxic relationships later in life. And they learn how to respect their partners. So they do not become abusers or, or violent people or anything like that. But I do want to just bring attention to one little piece of that before I get into the statistics is whether or not you have a monogamous relationship, because this is a huge thing with teens, you know, teens aren't always thinking about being exclusive or official with somebody. And it really is just dating casually here and there. They're potentially dating multiple people at one time. Just make sure that the person that you're seeing, the person that you're dating just understands that. It's completely fine to have a relationship with multiple people as long as everybody's on the same page. So that's part of respect. Just let that person know or those people know that you are also seeing other people. And if they do not feel comfortable with that, let them go. Let them be how they need to be. Being respectful means allowing them to continue feeling comfortable in how they need to feel comfortable. So if they are uncomfortable with the fact that you are potentially seeing other people, no longer see them and you are giving them that respect. So that's one little piece that I wanted to to just throw out there because I, I know I know that dating different people, dating multiple people at once is a huge, huge, huge thing with teens. And it's totally fine to do that. It really is. Just be respectful, be careful, be safe. All right, so some statistics. And this is really going to show you just how prevalent teen dating violence is and how important it is to really bring awareness to the situation because it really does happen 
well, way more often than, than I think anybody realizes. So teen dating violence, according to the CDC, affects millions of teens in the U.S. per year. And so these statistics now are coming from the CDC's Youth Risk Behavior Survey and the National Intimate Partner and Sexual Violence Survey. They say that nearly one in 11 female and approximately one in 15 male high school students report having experienced physical dating violence in the last year. That's really close to one another between females and males. That's significant because when we look at adults, we see a very disproportionate outcome when we are looking at female victims versus male victims. We obviously see more female victims in intimate partner violence than we do males. With teens, 1 in 11 females and 1 in 15 males That's so close to one another. So this is happening at an alarming rate to most teens. (laughs) And that's really, really scary to think that they have been physically harmed by a dating partner. And they don't go into what specifically that means. However, they do have some statistics on sexual violence during dating. So this we're going to see is is much like we see in adults. It is disproportionate. So about one in nine females and one in nine 36 males who were in high school have reported experiencing sexual dating violence in the last year. So. Let's look at that for a second. One in 11 females experienced physical dating violence. One in nine females experienced sexual dating violence. We can equate sexual assault to physical violence. However, some of that sexual dating violence may not be sexual assault. It may be sexual harassment. We have to really look at What's happening in the new generations with social media and, you know, texting, messaging all over these these different kinds of apps, there could be a lot of harassment happening via, you know, TikTok or or what are the new things now? I don't even know anymore. Clubhouse is the is a new one. Um, even via, you know, just a text message, um, sending out, you know, nude pictures and and soliciting nude pictures, things like that, that could all fall under the sexual violence category. And that's huge among teens. It could also be that maybe someone solicited a um, a nude photo and then circulated it around school. That happens a lot too. They'll, they'll disseminate it to, you know, like the entire school or the entire class or, or just put it on social media something like that, so that everybody can see it when it was something that was supposed to be private between the sender and the person, the one person supposedly receiving it. So that's really huge with teens. And it's really something that has to be looked at with 
um, a, a, a microscope because you really don't know what's happening on these these social media sites. Um, and, you know, I implore a lot of parents to really try to keep an eye on your on your teens. I know that that's not always easy. <laughs> teens have a mind of their own. They're going to do what they want. They're going to defy their parents. They're going to rebel. But if you know the the passwords or, you know, sometimes parents will, will create their own, um, like, secret uh, social media accounts so that they can follow their, their teens or something like that. You know, I, I'm not saying that that's <laughs> the, the best course of action, but I mean, if that's the way that you need to go to, to make sure that your teen is not disseminating anything v- via a public forum, then, then do it, you know, do what you need to do to keep your, your teens safe. And for the teens out there who are listening, please know that even if you have a social media account that is set to private, it's not private. Anybody can take a screenshot. Once you put something on the internet, it is there forever. It does not go away. Even if you think that you are sending a picture to a trusted individual Really make sure that you 100% trust that person before you are sending them anything that is potentially detrimental. Because they can, in turn, disrespect you and ruin that trust and send it to their friends or send it to the school or whatever the case is. So parents, make sure that your teens are staying safe on the internet and teens understand that privacy on the internet does not exist. So take that for for what it's worth. All right, next statistic is 26% of women and 15% of men experienced intimate partner violence for the first time before the age of 18. And Usually, people who experience intimate partner violence at a young age or domestic violence or anything similar to that at an early age are unfortunately more likely to get into more and more of those types of relationships, whether it be as the abuser or as the abused. So if something is happening to you at a young age, speak up and talk to somebody about it. Try to nip it in the bud as quickly as possible. And I always, you know, we say on Blackbird almost every episode, we are huge proponents of going to therapy, talking to somebody. So if you're going through something like this, you can always seek, you know, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a social worker, anything like that. If your insurance covers it, fantastic. If it does not, you there are other options. There are cheaper options, which again I will put in the the show notes. But um, crisis text line is always a fantastic thing. It's free. It's somebody that you can talk to whenever you need, um, just to kind of you know talk it out, vent, and and get a little bit of of reassurance that none of this is your fault. Um, so crisis text line, you can text seven four one seven four one. And talk to a volunteer um, whenever you you need to. 
So some of the consequences, also according to the CDC, among what I have already said, if you are in an unhealthy or abusive relationship, you then are more likely to potentially experience symptoms of depression or anxiety, to engage in unhealthy behaviors like drugs and alcohol, to exhibit antisocial behaviors like bullying, theft, lying, or possibly even thinking about suicide. So if there is a potential that you are contemplating suicide, please call the Suicide Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. And I will, of course, put that in the show notes as well. But not that any of this can be prevented necessarily. But again, if you feel like you're going through this, the depression, anxiety, or you're, you're possibly turning to drugs, or you now feel like you are beginning to bully somebody or becoming an abuser yourself, again, speak to somebody. It's always, always good to have an unbiased opinion out there that's just there to provide you with support and a listening ear. So again, Crisis Text Line is one of the most fantastic places to go and to talk to somebody there. And you can always reach out to us. And hopefully you can also reach out to family members or friends uh, for, for support there. Um, also look into different things around your community. Instead of going out with that boy one night, maybe you talk to your friends about going to the movies instead. Or you volunteer at uh, your local soup kitchen. Or you pick up a part-time job. There are always options that can take you away from a situation like that. It's just a matter of what you want in return. And again, it's about that self-empowerment and that self-love and finding your worth. And so that's pretty much everything I have to say about Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. Again, everything will be in the show notes. You can go to loveisrespect.org. You can text loveis to 22522. You can call them at 1-866-331-9474. Or if you go to their website, you can actually do a live chat. So if you do feel like you are potentially in a relationship that is abusive or toxic or unhealthy, you can talk to the people at Love Is Respect and find out solutions and resources and how you can safely get out of that relationship. So I hope everybody has learned a little something about teen dating violence and teen dating violence awareness month. And I hope that on Tuesday you all wear your orange. Of course, you can always find us on all major podcast platforms. You can find us on Instagram at Blackbird Advocacy, on Twitter at Blackbird underscore pod. And we do have a Facebook page, Blackbird and Advocacy Podcast. 
And you can find everything in our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Blackbird Advocacy. And of course, as always, Dan and I will be back this weekend with an all new Blackbird and an all new Psyche Saturday. Thanks.